0: isn't that a good thing for the user experience which is what facebook is has always been about generally like at least their their mission and the way that they've made money is from keeping people keeping the user experience good enough and so good that people want to spend time there that's the whole and we've known this the whole time that that's if people ever Left Facebook in any sort of mass amount. Like, that's what would kill them. Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on. Come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget. Uh-huh. What's working, what's trendy, and what's next? with yeah. Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orleck. Every week a new episode from News on the Net. Repping Arizona, I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Hey, I'm Adam Lidecker. Yes, you are. And you are Vincent Orleck. Yes, I am, and welcome to more than hashtags. We are up a little later than usual. We're back for
1: good reason. For good we're reason. back.
0: Yep, we're back with with uh, another. We're calling it another season. Um, but we took a little hiatus, and uh, and now we're back. And and boy, hey, nothing like calling back to some some fresh news from the social media world i mean you know what so here's what we want to talk about right adam we we want to it's been it's been talked about to death already facebook i was
1: gonna say why we're up so late because facebook, facebook's free, yeah. got you up that's right you can't sleep you can't sleep at night that's
0: right <laughs> we're up late it's past midnight on our end but that's okay um it, because this is that important <laughs> but not really it's look it's it's important but it's not it's 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 a it's the data issue with Facebook Cambridge Analytica this whole thing right. There's some new information. It's
1: been um, yeah, It's been in yeah. the news. You they may it, You may not understand it. Although
0: you, let's well let's clear it up
1: though right because here's the yeah. big message. Well that's what we're gonna do. Stay yeah. calm and social on.
0: Hashtag it, delete Facebook. Okay. Look, you want to delete Facebook? Go for it. It's, it's honestly like don't don't stress about it. Don't worry about if other people are doing it. I wasn't going
1: to break. I wasn't even going to bring that up.
0: I am. Why not? I mean, don't worry about people are not doing it. Like who care? I don't care if people are or not doing it. It doesn't bother me.
1: And the data that was pulled was like from 2014.
0: well, Well, so wait, so let's real quick. Let's clear that up because so number one,
1: break it down now.
0: If you're deleting Facebook, you're deleting the app. The app does not delete Facebook, your information. If you want to delete Facebook, you have to, delete your actual profile and there's a way to do that um through your profile it's it's a little difficult to get to um but it's there if you delete the app you're not deleting Facebook just FYI okay I think if you're listening to this generally you know that but yeah, I've heard other things that people think they're deleting Facebook so just make sure to stress that to people that you know that I mean not I- know otherwise I- I-
1: <laughs> Here's what I heard. I heard people saying, I just deleted Facebook Messenger. I deleted the Facebook app, but I can still use it on my computer. I right. don't care. That's cool. They're like, I had the most productive day-to-day. Cool. So, I mean, here's here's the deal. This is what happened. 30-second breakdown. Data company called Cambridge Analytica. I'm not even going to get into the politics of the thing. They uh, basically founded, started data analytics. Uh, they wanted to Run targeted ads, they wanted to run messaging that they need data. So, you know, go back a little bit. There are those, those wonderful, lovely, dumb quizzes you, you take. Um, which friend's character are you? Which, uh, you know, if you were a dog, which animal? You know, those you don't talk about. So, somebody created a quiz, like 300 and some thousand people took that quiz. And when it pops up and says, Do you want to give this data? You said yes. And it gave it gained access to everything. So not just, and this is like basically Newsflash, what most of the apps do when you log in with Facebook, they pop up and they ask for permissions. They have a list of what they get granted permissions to. You say yes. Um, So this is not the, the first app, but what this app did is it gained permissions to the people that clicked on to take the quiz and all of their friends. A total of 50 million people. Information were pulled out. And utilize to create these custom audiences to target, to create uh, you know full makeups of who they are, and and then use for various purposes, political and uh, otherwise. Because if they know what you makes you tick, they can make ads to change your opinion and mind and mad and all that kind of stuff. So, what was it? Twenty fourteen? Most twenty fifteen? Twenty fourteen? Um, so this data has been pulled. It's out there. It's done. They're not still pulling the data. Now, other apps guarantee you when they give estimates, it's always low. It may be 200 million. It may, you know, regardless, I think we're mad because when like a hack happens and they pull data from like, what was the hack? What was the breach? Equifax? Was that what it was?
0: Oh, among others. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you're mad. Be- at the hacker, but you're mad at Facebook because you entered all that data and then it was taken. Like you willingly gave that data, didn't read anything. And, uh, and there's a lot of people at fault they are here, but basically that's the gist of what happened. Um, it's yeah, it's, if you didn't take the quiz, you may or may not be affected, but they may have, if your friend did, um, you were targeted with ads political and otherwise you were, you know, I don't
0: know. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're on Facebook. You get your, your data is being used to target like for you for all different things. Yeah. And uh, also there's, <clears throat> there's no way like that. This one, this is the one time that it happened by the way. Like there's no way that that's the case. There, there's zero chance that this is the only time that a company that gathered data on you and your friend. Yeah. No has given it to another company for any other purpose for other purposes against the terms of service that Facebook has, has had in place. So your, I mean, your data is out there. That's, that's like the trade-off. That's the trade-off that, that so many people do understand. I think I think they understand that as, as they use these platforms, especially something like Facebook, it's free. Um, the trade-off is that you're you're allowing your, the information you put in on the platform to to be used. And I think there's a lot of people that also understand that there is information that is being used that maybe they aren't like super cool with, um, but they're right. really not doing anything about it. I'm talking about the users. Users aren't, until right now, and even right now, this actually right isn't...
1: Now, it's like faux outrage. It's
0: well, it's faux outrage, but it's also it's also not really as much outrage as it could be. It's sure. like it could be, it could be a lot bigger. It could be so much bigger.
1: But I mean, not. like Elon deleted the Tesla and SpaceX Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Not because of this, though. He just said like he didn't like Facebook, and you know, I actually started thinking about this. I'll go off on a quick little tangent because we're going to talk about new channels. We're going to talk about, um, you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket. We're going to talk about, all right. So the algorithm changed a while ago. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. We talked about how pages are not going to get reach. We talked about, so then when I heard that news, I went back to one of our old episodes in my mind saying, you need to create highly shareable content that. Your fans and users will share on their Facebook profile and you don't have to worry about your fan page reach. So when I heard he canceled his Facebook pages, I'm like, eh, I don't think he needs to market those Tesla's. And honestly there's millions of people sharing Tesla content on, on their Facebook page and it's organically being amplified. So it's, I don't know if he knows that we know that that's a good strategy. We talked about that strategy. Like, Focus on optimizing your website for shareability. Focus on activating your uh, most loyal fans and ambassadors. Um, some uh, uh, The Hustle newsletter does that. They have a Facebook group of ambassadors. So there's people that are doing things that, um, so anyways, back to this, like you got to find tactics and strategies, but back to this, like, it is kind of like faux hysteria. Like people are like hashtag delete Facebook, but like really Uh, I've heard that before. Um,
0: Well, not to this level. I mean, this is the biggest, the biggest public kind of user outcry, I think um, to this level. Although I will say that the Facebook messenger one uh, a couple years back when, when they put out like the updated, messenger and updated terms of service and someone some people highlighted it went a little viral uh, about having access to your microphone and camera in facebook messenger like people took that the wrong way although who knows if it was the wrong way it might have been i mean based on a lot of what what a lot of people think is that facebook is listening through your phone to what you're saying and then serving you ads based on that we don't know they deny well, it they deny it
1: it actually is proven now they came out and that the Android version was actually logging what? all of your phone calls and text messages which if I had an Android phone, I'd be mad um, I will tell you the other thing that I know for a fact is that it was short-lived but trust me they have permissions you used to be able to run Facebook ads and target. Um, users of of apps. So if they had, um, you know, the Expedia app, the weather app, and Netflix, you could target those users. How does Facebook know that? Well, if Facebook's installed on an iPhone, that they have permissions to a root level of your directory. They know every other app that's installed on that phone, and they could target accordingly. Um, Which is
0: why it's funny when Tim Tim Cook comes out um, oh. this week and and Facebook for um, for not for, for for what they've done, like for, right, for the right. things that they've done, like so. I, I mean, we won't get into that too deep, but um, the, the other thing because you touched on it, I thought you were going to steal it a little bit, but I nope. we haven't talked we about get, it before.
1: Um, get closer to your mic, real quick. Can you not hear me? It's uh, something unplugged.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: I can, that's weird. Is
0: that better? Oh, I wonder so if it's is, picking it up from here. That's what it is. is.
1: Real life podcasting folks.
0: Um, okay. So the um, you touched on it. I thought you were going to get on that road, but no, basically, basically here's the thing. Uh, if <laughs> is this, is this going to end up as a positive for Facebook in a way? Because think about this organic reach for Facebook business pages like sucks, right? It's it's been it's it started out great originally.
1: Hundred um, percent of one hundred percent reach, yeah.
0: Well, for the, for the business pages, I mean, I when, guess when. maybe in the very beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. It was no two thousand
1: eight, two thousand nine. You could reach hundred percent of your fans
0: with with business pages. Hmm. Business pages, didn't those come out in like 2012?
1: Nope. No? no I was oh. running a brand page.
0: Huh. Well, either but then, way. But, I mean, the
1: but then it tweaked it and then it went down like 30%, then it went down to 2%. yeah two yeah.
0: okay. percent. I mean whatever, whatever they whenever they came out. They were it was better, yeah. it's gotten progressively worse, progressively horrible. It's been allegedly at two to three percent, if that organically. We're not talking about paid ads and we're not talking about user profiles. We're talking about Facebook business pages. Um, so it's, it's been horrible. People have known it for a while, a couple of years at least. Is this going to be a good thing for Facebook that, um, brands because of the good PR potentially they're getting now brands are like, we're deleting Facebook. Okay, great. Guess what that means for Facebook? Less businesses on Facebook in terms of business pages that they have to worry about trying to figure out getting them into the algorithm or them getting into the algorithm. Yeah, of there's, there's
1: more, there's more inventory.
0: Well, now there's going to be less. Now there's going to be less. If brands are pulling out brands like Playboy and uh, Tesla and I mean, whoever, cause there's going to be more now that it's started. That always happens. There'll be a few
1: more. So Um, if you stay, there's less competition for the feed of sim people who like similar brands.
0: Well, there's less competition for the brands that stay. And then if there's less brands and less business pages, isn't that a good thing for the user experience, which is what Facebook is, has always been about generally. Like at least their, their mission and the way that they've made money is from keeping people, keeping the user experience good enough and so good that people want to spend time there that's the whole and we've known this the whole time that that's if people ever left facebook in any sort of mass amount like that's what would kill them that's that's what would kill them is because they don't have people to serve ads to so in that instance like If this continues, like, say this does become a mass thing with, like, brands deleting their Facebook pages or whatever. If you're a brand, you're potentially putting all this time and effort into your Facebook page for little to no organic reach or way less than it used to be, except if you pay for it. Well, guess what I don't need necessarily to still put ads in front of people is that page that i need to maintain constantly right i could just have some sort of like a ghost page i could just have
1: you know what i'm saying like and that's not even new like
0: no it's been years years ago
1: like years ago i mean honestly i think the first person who publicly started talking about it was gary v with dark posts um but i was playing with those really early too um you need a page and the ad account, but you don't need to post on that page. Right. You can reach, and that's why we we've a page been doing has to
0: page has to exist. Page has to exist for you to have an ad account, but you don't have to drive people to the Facebook page. Like,
1: and no one's going there anyways. I mean, unless you're right. like, unless you're like, we we mentioned um,
0: without um, a good reason. <laughs> you have to give people a good reason.
1: You know, video storytelling. I mean, fantastic video storytelling, but I don't go to their Facebook page. It goes up on my wall. They know I'm going to watch it. They don't want to watch all of it. Um, so you're exactly right. Like I think the last couple of years for, for, um, ads, um, yeah, I've been maintaining content, but there's no reach there. There's no engagement there. I've been using Facebook to create, to drive traffic to certain calls of action or certain websites with content targeted to that demographic. So that um, we've been talking a lot about, you know, users of Facebook. Um, some things are changing, have changed, will change, uh, like in the Facebook ad platform. And who knows if this will come back, but for you know, who knows if this is for good PR right now, but so far, like immediately they removed a couple features and actually some third party apps. Uh, was it buffer? A, bu- a bunch of them. They're like, tightening down but the biggest thing because we're where i'm at every day we are running facebook ads every day and we're running uh experiments um to you know work for a company that builds startups so we're running experiments to to test to get the revenue to people even want these services so we're running like small tests and if pretend you're running social media and your your marketing director your cmo Pretend you're an agency and you're running for a client and you need to tell them you're going to run this ad. How many people are you going to reach estimated reach for this ad for the cost you're going to pay? So they just removed, um, estimated reach. So typically you type in your, your topic that you or your, your competitor page or something you're trying to, to, um, likes and interests you're trying to reach and say, Oh, this ad will reach uh, 23 million people. This ad will reach, uh, 20,000 people. They've removed that. Um, so all I have to do is I immediately told our ads guy, I said, save all of your historical reach, reach data. We can use that to estimate. And not even that great. but um, that, And that may come back hopefully, but right now that's removed. Um, the other thing that they're limiting is the amount of uh, custom audiences you can create a day. So maybe one or two custom audiences. And if you're like an agency or you're a social media freelancer and you're running ads, that could seriously limit your ability. So I thought of a strategy for that as well. Typically we're going to launch an ad in the future. So what I would do is like a month out, three weeks out, two weeks out. I'd like take that email list and create a custom audience on that day and let it sit. So I don't have to like, if you're getting like a, a directory uh i mean going uh, sorry if you're getting a directive to launch a facebook ad and you want to like launch five different custom audiences you're not gonna be able to you're gonna be limited so you just have to get more strategic and plan that out in advance so it's not impossible we're not saying the sky is falling um everything changes right always all the time this is not a new thing vincent's trying to give some uh sanity and it's crazy he, you know i see yeah. you posting on, on linkedin and twitter and trying to calm people down thankfully other people are jumping in trying to calm people down like,
0: yes and no i mean i at first my my gut reaction was to like i don't know totally i just give, give my <laughs> opinion or, wherever that's worth and be like hey yeah if you want. but honestly initially i was like oh people won't it's not a big deal like people won't. but we really don't know that like we don't know i would i would just say i think what i what i posted about was like just take it take it for what it's worth like people the perception is reality and people are talking about something to that extent where it's like trending on twitter and the people are posting about it on different social channels and you hear it in the news like it's it's a topic it's it's a thing and it's it's been in the news cycle now for more than a couple of days or more, more than a day. I, I would just say don't like don't as marketers, especially as social media types, us we we tend to be like in this bubble and we think Facebook is this you know huge thing which it is it's the 800 pound gorilla but it's not infallible or it's that's the wrong word. it's it's not like it can't my be myspace is
1: myspace is gone Well that wasn't even close. Um, is gone, but that's what I'm trying and, to say. People can't conceive that Facebook could be gone.
0: Which is, well, people couldn't conceive that Bear Stearns or yeah. Lehman Brothers could be gone. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like that that level. May, it, is, it is that level. Of, it's equal to that type of thing. Where just don't the marketing marketing people do not just think in your head. Oh my God, uh, these people are crazy. Like these are the users. These are the people that are using the platform
1: that you're trying to target.
0: It's just one person you're seeing that from maybe, but the fact that you're seeing it from that one person is a, a, a small sample size and it's, it's a bigger thing. It's not as, like I said, I, don't th- I think it could be way bigger. Like I'm surprised I'm not seeing more about it, but I just, I don't know. People, um, I don't want people to discount it just because they think Facebook is too big to fail. And give it a little bit of credence and, and think about it first. Like think about, okay, so users are upset. Um, you know, what, what could happen, you know, am I going to pull everything off? No, I'm going to pull everything off Facebook or or take all my time away from Facebook, um, as a marketer, especially depending on the brand and the company I work for. But am I going to kind of reevaluate a little bit? Maybe you know, and the ads, the custom, custom audiences and stuff. I mean, certainly is, is it, and this is something that that I've been thinking about anyway, like, at what point do you really re strategize and take, why not put literally different content, not just tailored content, but different content on, on yeah. whatever channel you're doing, so like, say you have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, right? The videos you put on YouTube, you cannot—you're not reposting them or repurposing them on Facebook, right? And we've talked about repurposing stuff like all the time. I'm—I'm I'm a huge proponent of it, or I have been.
1: Or, or atomizing, like breaking a bigger piece up into small. Well,
0: that too. Pieces. But, but it's still what's ha- what That's not is, what
1: you're talking about. Right
0: that's now, not what, what I'm talking okay. about. What I'm talking about is—is is this change kind of in, in how, how we may want to consider changing um, to be different because that's what you have to be now to be seen, to get attention. You have to do these different things and make it so that, look, I put these videos up on YouTube, these how-tos or whatever. If you want to see them, there they are. It's really easy to get on. You have to subscribe to my channel or you just have to know to, you know, eventually after a certain amount of time, if you like them enough, you're gonna subscribe. You're not gonna to wanna to just keep going there and finding it yourself. You're gonna subscribe and have it pop up in your subscriptions feed, whatever. You know, those videos are there. On Facebook, I put a I only do live videos on my Facebook page. That's where right. you can come and, and catch me live every you do a,
1: strat- a strategy week for each month. channel.
0: And it's different. And it's, it's 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 different on each one. Twitter, you know, my tweets are this and only in the tweets. On Instagram, it's only this. And then there's only this in the stories. There's only this in the main feed. Like that, even though we talk about exclusive content and, and different content and stuff, I can say, I can, I can, I'm comfortable in saying I've never done that approach that way. Like I've never just limited this type of content to this channel and this type of content to this channel without it mixing. Because, because you're thinking in your head, oh my God, well, well I got to get people over here. So I want to tease them over here and tease them over here and tease them over here and then get them over to this one. But no, I, why, why would I go watch HBO if I can watch game of Thrones on Netflix?
1: Right. I mean, it's, that's a little, it's a little skewed. It, but I, I understand what you're saying. It. Like years ago Mashable was on every channel and posted the same thing on every channel so when i got their updates at the same time i got the same updates on all the channels which that's obviously bad but we said this is bad but we we i'm saying collectively we're still doing that it's i'm not saying it's lazy it's it's just like one it's not multi-channel it's just it's a faux strategy to a point.
0: to a point, I mean, I get what I get. Cause I'm, I'm doing it or I, this and I is great it. That
1: you're calling this out because like, listen, like this opportunity with Facebook, you're in a position, you're in your job, you're doing social, whatever. I'm not, I'm talking to our listeners yeah, yeah, right now. Cool. Um, It used to be the case where you could like re up your strategy every year. <sighs> Things go so fast. You gotta, you gotta move faster. And like literally when this Facebook, Analytica thing happened, Cambridge Analytica, and all this. And there are actually more news today, more implications, and it hasn't even hit the news cycle how deep this goes. And yes, your data's everywhere. Um, you know what? I got excited. I'm like, you know what? I could bring my team some some real uh, some real good stuff. I can go go take some time, do some strategy, figure out some new channels. I called some people, emailed people. I got. I got them on the phone. I got the rate cards. I got, I, I want my introducing new channels to test. Always be testing. You know, don't get all upset. And like what Vincent said, like, don't abandon Facebook. Figure out a better way to do Facebook. I've always said brands that are useful and helpful, but like, ask yourself why. Right now, tomorrow morning, you're listening to this, whatever. Why did you just put that on Instagram? Why are you posting that on Facebook? I know you have that content calendar. I know you have those deadlines and you got to answer for that. But why don't you push that back up the, up the pipeline to whoever, if that is you and you own the company, ask yourself why, if you're answering to your CMO, have that uncomfortable conversation. Uh, It's pointless. Just posting stuff. And I see it every day. Zero likes, zero reach, zero impressions. You would have been better off writing, creating a better piece of one piece of content, something more meaningful than like these twenty posts that got nothing. And that's hard for social marketers. You and me, we want to maintain all channels and not let you know. That's hard for us. Really hard for
0: us. It is. It's, uh, and I get it. You know, and and look, I'm. We're not trying to be like these crazy maverick people with, with this, with this whole I, idea, the, the industry, like, I, I bet there's someone and people doing this. Like I, somewhere, I just, I haven't seen it much. I don't know if, have
1: you? I, I can, I can pick like examples on one hand. Like the, well,
0: what's one, what's one. I mean, I'm just saying, I haven't seen like of, of this, this specific thing, this of content or is only here
1: like event specific that one conference that we shared the Instagram and it was like a whole grid, but everyone clicked in was like a video for that specific event. Like they, they thought that out. It was like really on point and really creative. Um, And I I do, I can't, I can't even name a brand. Like I know, I know there are people that that post very specific. I, I tried to like with some, some of the past brands, I tried to keep this content on Facebook, this Instagram, uh, and this Twitter, and I was very successful at doing that, then not duplicating across all channels. That said, you know I am a fan of atomizing content. I know that's it, at least it's not the same. It's, right. It's, right. It's the same, which is a little bit better. Um, but all, what are your what is your base one? Talk. To. We're a big proponent of Facebook groups. I mean, some Facebook groups that are really active and uh, you know, one of them asks questions all the time and they're refining their business and making it better because they're asking questions and meeting the need. Um,
0: well, and is, is, is your goal as, as the brand, like is your goal to get, you have, you know, multiple channels is your goal to get people get the same customer on each channel and why Are it you, may, yeah. it may not be, it may, it may, you may not want the same person on every channel and, and maybe what you're doing the the con, on the content side is not towards that goal, towards that purpose. Like the videos on the YouTube channel while they're still within the brand and brand message, they're on message, but therefore the you, the YouTube type of person, the, yeah. the person that watches stuff on YouTube, the demo that and, watches stuff on YouTube.
1: You need to study, study who is that person? You know, who, how do I, actually the best way to do it, to be honest, same reason why I got deep into different platforms like you know, early on Twitter, Meerkat, stuff like that. I wanted to understand the human experience. I didn't want to be the first brand on there. I wanted to learn from the other mistakes and then I wanted to figure out how to use that platform to be useful and helpful for my base. So I wasn't, I wasn't like looking for, and you know, a lot of people are like, oh, this is the first brand on this channel. First brand on Snapchat. Well, they might make about a ton of mistakes. Still good learning though. It um, might come off as spammy. Like when I saw like, was it Experian? No. Who's our buddy? He works at a credit, credit agency. Anyway. <laughs> i don't know it, well he, he creates a lot of, like great snapchat about how to like, can prove your credit i don't know, i saw the name brand name oh that's
0: that's the experian account yeah
1: yeah i was like oh what is this but yep. it met met my expectations yeah
0: uh, I, I same it, thing they they were on meerkat
1: yeah and, they, and he still does he still has tons of different channels yeah um buffer i don't I don't, for some reason, I'm I not
0: saying. Someone like Experian, it, it, like Experian they, they actually do have a pretty wide range of customer, of, of audience. Even, like, yeah. they, they're not just targeting low income or high income or educated or uneducated. They, there's, there's a lot of different people that get served, served yeah. a lot of different needs by Equifax. Or by by experience. Sorry. Um, And
1: and a lot of people say this. We say this. And when you pitch new networks, you or channels, you we say this. We parrot this. uh, We got to meet our audience where they are. But we don't flush that out. The fact is, like, dot dot dot. In a way, they want to be met Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the content style, or you know that they want. Like a lot of people like.
0: I have a good example. So, and this is, I mean, this is on the publishing entertainment side, right? But Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live <clears throat> for the longest time they would, and I, I might be losing my voice a little bit, so we'll probably <laughs> have to end this soon. But um, Saturday Night Live for the longest time wouldn't allow their stuff on YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was not, you couldn't find it. If it was there, it was bootlegged someone recorded off the TV or they, they, they ripped it from somewhere and then it it would be taken down. Now, the only difference is that first lazy Sunday video Mm -hmm. was up on YouTube. Um, and had, it was like a huge hit. Right. And that's, that was the first digital short also on Saturday night live. Um, but they didn't have that until the last couple of years. And even so before the last couple of years, since it's been on youtube before that they created an app there's the snl app it's awesome by the way you can go on and search for anyone any sketch anything they're all there the entire history know. of snl yeah snl search for the app um there's some commercials in it and inside like you watch like three or four sketches and there'll be like a, a commercial in, in the middle um but yeah, and it lists by season who all the cast members are. You can tap on like it's very, very uh, interactive in terms of being able to click on anything and see the the catalog of that person or that season, whatever. It's awesome. That's come a long way by itself. When they came out with the app, it wasn't that good, um, but it was the only place you could see old all the old Saturday Night Live sketches. Then they came out with the YouTube channel within the last couple years. And now me, because I had the app originally and, and I like how the app looks, I do still kind of use that, but guess where I spend more of my time on YouTube. Interesting. So now like I don't have to go to the app. Like I don't have to leave YouTube. They, they came, they came to me. They, exactly. they met me where I am. And now I watch more. I, I definitely watch more of their content because it's sitting there, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's oh yeah, well, I'm in the right. mood to watch like ten Will Ferrell sketches right now.
1: Yeah, and they have paid ads on there, and I mean, well, oh, unless them. you
0: unless you pay the extra for ten bucks a month for YouTube Red. And, oh, there you uh, that's, go. <laughs> it's, that's so, that's the that's the other part of it is they got me, but yeah, it's worth it to me the ten bucks a month for no ads, and and so YouTube is getting me. SNL is getting monetization, Mm -hmm. like, and it, and I have a tool that like estimates how much money that channel is making uh, on YouTube. It shows it right next to it when you pop it up. And that's the other side. I mean, and and specifically with YouTube, it makes total sense why any shows or like celebrities or channels or whatever puts their stuff on YouTube because they can monetize (laughs) and they can make thousands of dollars a month. Sometimes way more than that, depending on who it is.
1: Well, it's building the brand. It's reaching a newer, younger audience because like, Oh, SNL is not funny. And the reach. Yeah. Yeah. I watch most of my SNL clips. Uh, I I started recording it and trying to watch it real time or recording it, watching real time. There's a lot of skits that aren't funny. (laughs) So i watch most of my stuff actually on Facebook. Uh, it'll, it'll, Come up and then and or and or I'll click a link. I'll end up on the YouTube clip and then I'll click on their profile video as recent and I'll just go I'll just watch 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 watch. And it's usually sorted or t- I mean it's sorted by recent or views. Actually, at recent and then I'll look for the ones with the most or they're they're learning which ones are the best and they're putting those up and putting the rest up later. So how about this
0: um, it Live? I mean to continue real quick with it Live. <clears throat> so they've added pieces of content on YouTube where they do like behind the scenes type stuff. Um, They do, they show like all the teasers and trailers and everything. Um, Different cast members have different, they'll put up different really short videos from the week. So you're, you're getting this like, like I said, behind the scenes. Um, The other thing on Saturday nights, they put the whole episode up on youtube without commercial well they don't put their commercial like there's no commercials Mm -hmm. and you can watch every sketch everything from like within within a half an hour so they just take the show the the show is done live Hmm. and then they separate it out sketch by sketch onto their youtube channel so if you don't want to sit there just know On Saturday night, if you miss it and you really want to see it, you can go into their YouTube channel the next morning on Sunday morning, which is like, it's brilliant that I was, I'm so happy they did it because it makes so much sense. Like I can't stay up that late. I mean, some people it's late on the East coast. I can't stay up to watch it, but here's this, here's this person I want to see. Well, guess what? Sunday morning I'm laying in bed. Oh, look, here's weekend update. It's cool. here's here's this side. so like they they've really they've gone down that route they've
1: yeah any like comedy shows i'm seeing like trevor Noah show that a lot of that's showing up on Facebook oh yeah
0: he's he's got youtube exclusive
1: in entirety and stuff like that so i guess like what you're saying and, and this this is and also as like social marketer um testify new channels don't freak out <laughs> um Trust me, this is not the last uh, outrage or change to come your way. But find be valuable, be valuable, and find solutions. Um,
0: Be different too.
1: Be different, like, and that's that's what that's exciting. Like, I'm talking to my team. I'm like, we want to do a podcast. We want to do in real life events, exclusive events, uh, maybe even a conference. Like, I'm looking at like, okay, I'm looking at old publishers who have paywalls. I'm looking at new publishers like The Hustle and I I know I talk about them a lot, and I'm just talking about their model. Mm -hmm. They're they're writing good content, creating good content. They have um, 50 plus percent open rate on their newsletter. It's engaging, their email newsletter. There's sponsored ads on there. They have started out with one conference, and now they have two conferences a month and a big conference, paid conferences. So if you're, you're a old media producer or you're, you know, you got to think outside the box. Like, don't think, Oh, I, I'm not big enough to have a conference. Well, who needs a ginormous conference? Why don't you create something like unique and really just think outside right. The box. You're right. exactly right. Like this is 2018 and people, I'm going to say it again, want, people want to connect in real life in a real way, in a meaningful way. Um, they want community you are a brand can you facilitate community you know are you a coffee shop Are you a salon are you uh, you know sell running shoes or you fill in the fill in the gap so take your niche you have customers right customers love what you do they keep coming back right they're ambassadors um, find ways to wow them um, sometimes it doesn't scale sometimes it's it's very manual um, that's cool how about ask yourself the question too like is
0: is this worth someone's time
1: yeah is it worth is it worth would you read it
0: would you would you well is it worth the time to create yeah to put into it to produce and create is it is it worth the time to read or watch or like is it is it worth that time
1: and let's be fair. You're under time crunches. You're working for a company or it's your own thing, whatever. Just put yourself in those shoes. I get it. You've got that calendar for, to fulfill and there's no time to step back. But maybe the, have,
0: look at that again. Like,
1: I, that's what I'm trying yeah, yeah. to say. You need to be honest with whoever and say, listen, get everybody in a room. Be like, things are changing. And if, and just, just spin it like this, like authentically, spin it if we want to stay one step ahead of our competition, we need to, we need to just push pause take a break. Rethink the strategy. I'll present the new strategy. And um, yeah, that's the whole point. Like if you have competition, which everyone does, or if you want to be true, loyal and helpful to your base, like if it's just you and I get it, it's just you doing social. uh, You got to be honest and be like, you're doing the same old stuff. I guarantee you, you're not liking your job right now. Now There's so many channels. You're listening to this podcast right now start a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Or or advertise on a podcast, like find new channels. If you're trying to reach your base, like, uh, but don't go all in. I mean, don't waste your, you know, don't, don't worry about like losing all this money, like find channels that are like testable. our friend Dennis his dollar a day strategy. There's ways to do this to test, um, on, you know, I think Dennis is still gonna be doing his dollar a day. Facebook ads. This doesn't change anything for him
0: but don't don't feel <clears throat> I, I really don't think I think the, the the what you're posting what you're putting out there matters more than how many times you're doing it
1: absolutely man
0: that's like the the whole like this calendar filling an entire calendar every day is it's it's killing quality <laughs> mm-hmm. it's killing qu- I saw something yeah. about like cons- someone someone posted something about consistency and frequency and how that equals like like something else some other word that's that's like positive or what consistency consistency and frequency equals something and i kind of was like i don't know that that's the case respectability or like something like that
1: if you're big enough and in you have a following base you're well the daily that's a no brainer but if you're like this american life and then you know every wednesday a new episode drops but honestly nobody knows when we publish this podcast we just show up in the podcast player as a new episode mm-hmm. so there is some to that or there was but now it's like i agree with you like well, I really well,
0: no, you're it. talking about a once a week thing though
1: right but the the thing is is yeah if, I, I heard the same argument we have to post you did it to Facebook this time because they're expecting it. Like nobody's expecting it. We know now more than other an algorithm puts that in their feed or it doesn't.
0: Yeah, they they all do now. Like Facebook, Twitter, if the,
1: Twitter Instagram. If the quality is up there and it gets it gets uh, social indicators, it will get on their feed. Like people mm-hmm. liking, commenting, sharing. Um, you know, you're right, man. And it, it's hard. It's hard to not do easy content. It's hard to uh, so. Homework, homework for the for the show. Go out and start consuming really great content, and figure out for yourself why is this content really great. Why do you love it so much, and you keep seeing it in your feed? So, and then how can you how can you likewise create content for your niche in a similar way or different way? Well, what are
0: they doing? Like, really look at <clears throat> look at the things that you like watching or reading or whatever, and look at how you get them yeah look at how how they they enter into your life on a regular daily weekly basis you know that podcast that you listen to is it every thursday at 10 a.m or every, mm-hmm. or every even every thursday i know with us like you said like we try to do drop shows every thursday but sometimes it's friday sometimes it's saturday it's because it's not for us especially and I, I think again i don't think the size of it matters in terms of this like if it's a really well-known podcast versus um something like ours which is much smaller i don't know that people
1: speak for yourself
0: i could i could say this i'll say this there's been podcasts that i've that i've listened to like marcus sheridan's right marcus sheridan um when i was i was listening to his podcast really regularly more so and i think he was doing it more than too it would it would come out like every Tuesday morning or every Wednesday like it was something like that. And Tyler, Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. social media social hour, it would come out every day of the week around the same time because sure. they would schedule it. Like you could schedule it when you in the platform that you upload it to, you could schedule it so it it publishes at right a time. I I do see bigger ones doing that. I think Pod Save America, <laughs> they publish yeah, every Monday and bigger. Thursday, right? But but then I also see the Ringer, Bill, well, Bill Simmons' podcast. He just has shows. Like he does a show, and it's like whenever they produce it, whenever it's right. done being produced, it's then it's out. Like they're not so, going on necessarily a schedule.
1: Yeah, I mean, nice thing is we're not going to assume either. Like people are busy, so if we drop our show, hopefully it's evergreen yeah. enough. Yeah, of course, I listen to it.
0: Or so, people know. But hopefully, the other thing is hopefully they also know that. Oh well, this is like they do the show weekly. They're talking about different topics every week, and generally yeah. it's topical. So if I don't listen to this within the week, at least, you know, it may, it may maybe it's not totally evergreen because they're talking about stuff that's happening right now. I mean, it's just it's it's knowing your audience too, and and your audience knowing you.
1: I mean, it's kind of a broken record every, every time something goes out about, about <laughs> Snapchat's going down. Oh no, Snapchat! it's like we're basically just like want to try to be like the social media more than hashtag voice of reason stay calm and social on so we want to give like some practical advice here for sure but uh, you know we want to uh, our listeners either whether you run a business or you're running social like we want to make use stars and raise up so like and hopefully if you're like us you like to try new things and see where you know where communication's going in the future like um I'll it's a, for me. It's exciting. It, it's unnerving. Like I don't want. It's out there. <laughs> Listen, yeah, all the our data always out
0: changes. There. The stuff always changes. I mean, I, if anything, uh, data wise, like, and we won't get into this right now. But I was having this conversation with someone, a couple people actually, about like, <clears throat> should we care about blockchain and all this stuff? It's like, well, yeah. I mean, if blockchain can keep your data safe, then maybe not me, but my four-year-old your your two little ones like sure, sure. their data is still safe for the most part i mean there's public records of things but they're not online in that sense like with their own profiles so so there's still a, there's a chance for that other generation that's coming up that's not hasn't been on facebook let's say that their stuff will be able to be encrypted
1: oh shoot you just became a blockchain influencer
0: i'm going to make this the social media blockchain platform it's coming Don't worry.
1: Hashtag more than blockchain.
0: And I'm I'm about to lose my my voice, so.
1: All right, my friend. Hey, we covered what we wanted to. Hopefully it was uh, relevant and helpful to you. That's why we're here. Yeah. And yeah. So take it, go forth. Please tweet us. Let us know what what you're doing with this change. And if you got something you're really proud of, you put your uh, time, effort, heart, and soul into this stuff. uh, Like our friend Jesse, who creates amazing animated videos. Please share it with us. We'd love to see it. And that's the show.
0: That's it.